Welcome to The Hub. I'm Michelle Hope, your unapologetic sexologist. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Michelle Hope. And I want to welcome you to my own podcast, Shit, Sexpert Positions. That's right. It is a podcast about sex, love, relationships, intersectionality, reproductive justice and oppression, and most importantly, how we can be better social agents of change around sex and sexuality. I am your host, Michelle Hope, the most unapologetic sexologist out there on the airwaves. And guess what? Maybe you know me from my breakfast club appearances or the Amber Rose appearances or many, many other television, radio or publication appearances that I've done. But finally, somebody said, well, maybe, Michelle, we should just listen to you talk. I was like, for real? And they were like, yes. And I said, well, shit, here we go. So in this episode, I'm going to kind of outline who I am, how I came to be, what this podcast is really about and what I hope you you will take away um, from the conversations we have. Some days it might be me alone pleasing myself and you too. Others times it'll be me and someone else and you know other times maybe well I'll have a menage a trois or some sort of orgy of conversations around sex and sexuality and how it implicates our daily lives. Because, you know, I've been in the game a long time. I've been working in sex education for probably 10 years. I've worked in human development for 15 plus years. And one thing I can tell you is from the womb to the tomb, baby, sexuality is going to implicate your life, your day-to-day life. And this podcast is designed to help you make sense of it all not just the sex we have in the bedroom but also the implications of sexuality that might impact us in the boardroom so first and foremost let me just jump right into who I am I am a biracial product of trailer trash yes I am biracial I'm black and white I was raised in Indiana And, you know, I grew up in a trailer park, which was very interesting. Um, My mom, a lesbian, and has been out to me since I was very, very young. My father, I like to consider him a rolling stone, but we are all close, my family. I speak to my parents on a daily basis. There's no resentment. I recognize that before they were parents, they were people with their own baggage, with their own experiences, with their own realities. And I want to, you know, kind of call that out to be a thing because the idea of sex and sexuality touches so many aspects of your life. It touches how you parent. It touches how you find love in relationships. It impacts everything we do. And this podcast is really designed to examine that. Um, Of course, we're going to talk about great sex positions and how to have the best orgasms. But we're also going to talk about what my positions are as a sexologist on education, on politics, on current events, movies, media, 
And this is my opportunity to have a frank, open discussion with all of you. And it's my hope I will promote thought and I will promote an engaging experience. Give you something to take away to talk about at the water cooler or the, um, I don't know, next dinner party you go to. So about me, going back to that, I digress back to the about me, so narcissistic. I mentioned I was biracial from Indiana. I call that Penn's country. Um, I'm kind of like the female version of a Drake meets an Eminem, except I'm not really a rapper. I'm a teacher and I'm a teacher of a very specific subject matter which is sex and sexuality and that's what makes me a sexologist so let's kind of cover terms tonight uh, the term sexologist is kind of an umbrella term for people who study human sexual behavior now there are a lot of people out there who do a lot of different things under this umbrella some of which are um, studied they look at research they look at data and some of them are you know people who have participated in an extensive amount of research that which we call participatory research and have utilized their experience and now are talking about it and teaching about it and that is no different than someone who may or may not have studied academically. Well, hold on a minute. It is different, but it's not to say one is better than the other. Let's face it. The spectrum of sex and sexuality is like a long dinner table. And Solange said it best. You know, she's trying to get her seat at the table, and so am I. And in that process, I don't want to discredit anybody else sitting at the table talking about sex and sexuality from their own perspectives. But I am going to say this. Some of you out here will believe anything and you got to check receipts because I have heard time and time again stories of people who went to a beauty school dropout queen to buy flat tummy tea to get the snapback pussy trying to save their marriage well that's not what it's going to be we have to look at sex and sexuality on a holistic perspective meaning the whole person we have to look at the psychological the sociological and the spiritual values and variables that impacts an individual's development and some don't do that. But that's what this podcast is here to do. We're going to look at it all. We're going to look at the psychological, the, the sociological, the spiritual variables that will impact the decisions you make around sex and sexuality in your daily life. So that is what a sexologist does. There's someone who studies human sexual behavior and then speaks to it. I get a lot of emails about, yo, Michelle, I love what you're doing. I want to do what you're doing. So how do I do this? And how do I become an expert in this field? Here's my answer. And I got this answer from a long, long time ago, a friend and mentor. Do the fucking work. Listen, working at the battered women's shelter, or the homeless shelter, or the school, 
or the clinic is not glamorous. Quite frankly, it's awful. I'll be the first to tell you. I've put 10 years in. It's not easy. It's emotionally draining. Sometimes it's physically taxing. But if you want to be great at what you do, you have to do the work. And everything I will talk about on this podcast is going to be shit that I know because I've lived it. I've worked it. I've assisted in it. I've created it. I'm not going to sit here and talk about things I don't know. And quite frankly, if there's something I don't know in the realm of sex and sexuality, well, I'm going to bring somebody else on who knows more because I want to take this opportunity and this blessing of having a platform and give other people a voice, a voice to expand your knowledge, a voice to help people find clarity and a voice to help people find um, solidarity. I don't want you to think you're alone. And there's absolutely no question you can ask me that is a bad question. So remember, you can inbox me by emailing info at mhsexpert.com. Again, that's info at mhsexpert.com. Send me your questions because a part of this show is going to be me answering your questions, um, listeners' questions. And I feel like this is a great segue for me to give you my first Just the Tip. Just the Tip is going to be quick tidbits about sex, sexuality, love, and relationship advice. So this week's Just a Tip comes from a fan of mine who's asking about early childhood masturbation. And how her daughter masturbates or touches her genitals at the age of four quite frequently. She's concerned about what she should do and how she should address the issue. And in conversations with her friend, she came to find out that a fellow mom chastises and disciplines her son for the excessive self-touch or self-stimulation that he, at four years old is experiencing well the just the tip on this is please stop masturbation is completely and totally normal and at the age of four well they don't recognize that as sexual stimulation it is us as adults who end up making it a perversion at three and four a child is still in a high phase of body exploration and them masturbating is them finding a place on their body most frequently their genitals that feels good when they touch it and or stimulate it so what we don't want to do is we don't want to chastise young children when this happens we want to take this opportunity and use it as a teachable moment and this is the first introduction into body autonomy. So parents that are listening that have young children, the conversation should be, hey, we know it feels good when you touch your privates, but you have to remember, you can't touch your privates in public. You should only be doing that at home, in the bathroom. No one should touch your genitals but you, but we know it feels good and we want to just let you know You can only do that at home, in your room, or in your bathroom by yourself. This is the 
inlay or the introduction to body autonomy. You're setting sexual boundaries for a four-year-old, and at this point, they don't recognize it as that. But this is your job as a parent. Conversations around sex and sexuality should not start when pubes start to grow and wet dreams start to happen. Honey, that's way too late. You have to start soon, and you have to consistently have these conversations often using the things around you, i.e. television, i.e. articles on Facebook, i.e. I don't know, cartoons to start conversations around sex and sexuality. For younger children, start with just gender. But that is my tip for the day. I don't want to get too deep into that because that's a whole podcast episode. And guess what? I'm trying to keep this one, this introduction, short and sweet like your favorite quickie. I want to get right to the point that is climax. And climaxing in this episode is getting to know me. So let me go back to my checklist. (laughs) I already told you who I was. I kind of talked about what sexologist was. So what makes me different? So listen, there's a lot of sexologists out there that you can listen to. And I'm all for it. I mentioned earlier in this podcast that it's a large table and there's enough food and room for all of us to eat. But let me tell you what makes me different. I've been teaching sex education for over 10 years. I am a woman of color who identifies as queer, and I show up to every classroom in that fashion. Additionally, I am a firm believer in reproductive justice and fighting the good fight, recognizing that reproductive rights are human rights, and I will speak truth to power And if you're not familiar with that term, it's kind of like a new age term. But speaking truth to power is saying the truth. Hitting you with the nuts and bolts. The cray cray. And oftentimes that is not a favorable opinion. So recognize if you're going to listen to this podcast, there is highly likely times you're not going to like what I have to say. But it's my hope that you will just hear me and allow whatever feelings come up for you fester. And then it is my hope that you will take those festering feelings to the next dinner party you're at and you drop a bomb during the main course. Because if we want to move the needle on reproductive rights, women's rights, and human rights globally in a space of sex and sexuality, it's going to require tough conversations in spaces people would not anticipate them like your next dinner party. My goals for this show and things that I am committed to are fact-checking, doing my best at that, and delivering medically accurate information. You know, I have come to find on the gram, on social media, I may have said it before, but I'm going to say it again, a lot of you will go to a beauty school dropout to buy flat tummy tea to get snapback pussy to save your marriage. You're not checking receipts. Who are you going to for relationship advice? Who are you going to for sex and sexuality advice? Is it somebody that has a blue check by their name but doesn't have any experience in the community? Or 
Is it a broke teacher who somehow stumbled upon getting the opportunity for a podcast and is ready to talk a whole lot of shit? Well, you make your decision. I'm not perfect. I might not always get it right, but I strive to. And I recognize that wise people are not perfect. We are but an amalgamation of lessons learned from through the process of trial and error. Again, I will say it. Wise people are not perfect. We are but the amalgamation of failures and lessons learned from through trial and error. You know, I've been at this a long time. I've seen the highs. I've seen the lows. But listen, I got a lot of stories to tell, which, by the way, will be another part of this podcast you can count on. And that's called, Did I Ever Tell You About the Time? Most recently, I went back to school as a teacher. And let me tell you, did I ever tell you about the time that I missed class? Because I pooed on myself. Okay, that was inappropriate. I digress. But the idea is that I'm human. I make mistakes. And that shit happens. Sometimes in our own pants. But I continue to move forward. And I continue to progress. So that's one thing. You can always look for anecdotal funny stories. About my life and my experience. And all the things that got me to this point. In my did I ever tell you about the time segment? So what else might you find? Well, I'm going to bring guests on the show and we're going to talk about sex and I'm going to try to put them in the coitus confessional hot seat. That's where I'm going to ask them about the best sex they ever had. Sometimes they'll give me great detail. Sometimes, you know, guests are not going to give me that much, but we are going to talk about hot sex and what it means to different age groups, different demographics, different people. There's no judgment here. We're here to explore sexuality from a very frank perspective and non-judgmental. And hopefully with some laughs, because that always makes it better, right? I feel like I've already disclosed all the reasons you should listen. You're going to get some accurate information. You're going to get thought-provoking information. You're probably going to have some laughs because I'm going to disclose embarrassing stories about myself. Because why not? And it's my hope I'll move you and that you'll learn something. I always say this. What's learned here leaves here. What's said here stays here. So in other words, you shouldn't tell people that I almost shit my pants, right? Like, don't like quote me on that. But if you learn something from that story, it is the, the learned message I hope you take and spread to the world. Also, I want to let you know your fan questions are important to me. So make sure you email me info at mhsexpert.com to ask your relationship and love questions. Um, another question I get a lot is, you know, how do I get into this work? And I said it before, I'll say it again, do the work. Get a volunteer job. Find spaces where you can teach classes. I wanna reiterate, for you to really know the work, you have to be in the work. And depending on the demographic you wanna work with, in this space is going to determine the work you need to do to be an expert at it. Not everybody has the same experience in sex and sexuality. Quite frankly, 
they're all very, very, very different. Similarly to the term queer, people like myself who identify as queer view the term queer to be individual to their own experience. It's like an umbrella, right? And that's totally normal and that's totally okay. What have I forgotten? I feel like I should say something else, but I'm not sure what else I should say. You know, it's my hope you guys enjoy this podcast. It's my hope you stay tuned. Tell a friend, tell a friend. We're going to explore new places. We're going to tell new stories. Yeah, maybe I'll tell you about all my wild escapades here, there, and everywhere, but probably not because the show's not focused on my sexuality. It's really focused on your sexuality and helping you explore that sexuality through various conversations I have with other people. But I'm sure I'll share something. And at some point, I'll probably overshare. Love me or hate me, you can find me on all social media platforms at MHSexpert and for the podcast at Sexpert Positions. I am your unapologetic sexologist for the hub. Make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you're following me. And always remember, from the womb to the toe, baby, sexuality is a part of your daily life. And I'm here to help you figure it all out. Until next time, Michelle Hope signing off for Sexpert Positions. for joining me. It's your favorite unapologetic sexologist, Michelle Hope, here in the hub. And I want to remind you to make sure you're following me at MHSexpert on IG and Twitter, because each week I'm going to be delivering those sexy tips you want and answering all your questions. So hit me up on Twitter and IG using the hashtag unapologetic sexologist.